Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Ed Cheney, a CBD industry expert and business executive. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods of treatment that are alternatives but also complement conventional medicines. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney, and super glad to be here. Also, welcome the beautiful Kimberly Rose. Thank you, Ed. Hello, everyone. So, Kimberly, we thought for sure we'd be running around today in our nice fall weather. Would you say it was going to be 105 today? I know we're dating the show, but my goodness, 105 today? It's October. We're so tired of the heat here (laughs) in Arizona. It is just, it's overstaying. It's welcome for sure. I remember one year we did costumes on Halloween. It was so hot, we had to abandon our costumes. Now, think through the question. I think through that scenario. It would be, you're not going to go out with costumes on until, what, 8 o'clock at night, 7.30, something like that? Because, you know, we got kids. We've got to manage through the kids. So at 8.30 at night, at the end of October, here in Arizona, it was too hot to wear a costume. Yeah. (laughs) Literally too hot. Like, I will wear a costume under most circumstances. Yeah. But my goodness, it was so hot. I couldn't do it that evening. It is weird. I mean, we do live in a kind of a, it's very fluctuating. Oh, because next year is too cold. We're like, yeah, wow, yes. can I get two costumes, please? <laughs> yeah, right. It's just, okay. it's just an odd, it, I think it's odd weather-wise everywhere. True, true, true. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. I heard a statement on the radio two days ago that in September, that was the hottest month ever recorded on the planet. Oh, just worldwide, huh? Worldwide, on the planet. Now, I heard that statement, and then I heard how that person kept embellishing that and kept sensationalizing it. And I'm like, dude, do you know how many things could have caused that? And I know where he was heading. He was getting all those global warming people all pumped up mm-hmm. and literally literally there's so many scientific things that would have moved that month from august to september at the drop of a needle i was i'm like oh my goodness really well that so is talking about how that is the world know. these days right <laughs> yeah let's let's, em- let's embellish and let's over on. <laughs> global warming Th- thank goodness for cbd we can't we really i mean there's nothing Let's see. That is affected by does does weather affect the crop growing for hemp? I don't think so, right? It, well, it how about, yeah, no, that's a very, very, very question. That crop is so tolerant. Yeah, is probably the right answer. Of course, all crops will be affected by seasonality, uh, but that crop is one of the more tolerant, more robust, tolerant crops out there. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, let's, uh, I know that was our, that was our uh, enjoyment, uh, kind of having fun, talking with each other, but let's get to the subject of today's show, which is the effects of the ECS on the brain. We started this last show. The, that direction though, was the ECS and how it was contributing to age-related issues throughout the whole body correct just right that you know all these all these 
issues you have to deal with once you've surpassed 60 years old. You know, these are anyway, that show was around that. Well, through some of that research, we wanted to also come back and then discuss just in general the ECS system and its impact on the brain, isolating it with just the brain, not talking about the entire body because, hey, the ECS system is very grander. It's It covers so much. It's so dynamic. It's so, I'll say intense. It has so many, so it has an impact on so many systems in our human body. Yeah. And it's because it's a modulatory system. It was designed to go, oh, hey, you need an adjustment. Let me adjust this up and that down and boom, you're back. Oh, you're okay again. And at the same time, it has a hundred different systems that it can do that to. Yeah, which is, again, I, I think I said it the first time we started discussing the ECS system. What a crazy, like, if you made a movie, <laughs> just think of like a movie, right? Yeah. Or I think of it like an ant, giant ant hill, like where there's just all these little worker bees just working, 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 doing their thing. And you, we don't even know that all of this the is going on. of it, yeah. yeah no yes. idea right. until things start to maybe fall apart a little bit. And then you're like, oh, wow, why does that hurt? Oh, what, what's yeah. happening? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't so that amazing. It's crazy that there's a whole village doing its thing inside our body. Isn't it? It's almost like when you become aware, it is like a aha moment. It's an epiphany. You're yeah. Like, oh. And like this whole thought process opens up. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, it's it's incredible to get there. I encourage anybody who uh, keeps an eye on our show really attempt to grasp the coolness of the ECS. I know. And it's so funny. So, cause I think when I was in the teenage years or whatever, yeah. those people were called like granola, you know, yeah. they were, you know, they were like hippies. And, but now I'm thinking, Oh my goodness. Like I, it, it is important to drink water. It is important to eat the right food. It is, you know, it just because you got to help that little farm that's in your body working, you know? And so if you don't help it, it doesn't have enough tools to take care of everything going on in your body. And sometimes those tools get old and not as effective. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is a little bit about today's conversation too. It's, It's, you know, hey, there is this great impact that the ECS has on the brain. And we should always be aware, much like we discovered in our previous show, that that impact over time can be altered by the the age-related degeneration of certain components. Yeah. All right? Harder to modulate them if all parts aren't working the way they used to, right? There's a stress put in the system. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, again, uh, your system is just like, uh, well, it is us, right? And no, so no, when we're, system. when my we're, perfect. well, maybe not about? Ed's. Yes. He just still runs around like a 16 year old, but um, a lot of us are like, oh yeah, I can't really do that anymore. Oh, I, you right. know, that was a little bit harder. So our system basically is us going, Hey, help. Yep. Yep. <laughs> just give yep. me a little bit of help. And I did ask Ed a question when we were going through all of this, does the brain control the ECS system. And that was such a profound question. Like I was, I I answered it, but now I want to answer it again because 
that was just the best question on the planet. And here's, here's even an adjustment to the answer. I said no in the beginning. I said no, the ECS system manages the brain. But then I backed up and I said, the ECS is a, the ECS is a modulatory system for the brain. It sees something that's out of whack and it adjusts it. It, it uh, regulates something else, something up and something else down and goes, there you go. You're back into balance. But now that you've asked that question again, the brain does manage. And here's why. Every cell in your body, including your brain, has the ability to be very aware of its surrounding. And based on its observation, it has a signaling system to say, I need. Right. So the the honest answer to the question is the brain does then trigger the ECS system okay. to help it modulate and get itself back into homeostasis. Well, it, and wow, I, terrific question! I just heard that answer. That was outstanding. I'm using that again. Well, if you think about it, I mean, we all, don't we all think that our brain well, think? Haha, ha. uh, the brain is in control pretty yes, much, right? That, yes. That's that's how it, it wants you to think. It wants you to think I'm the boss. And oh no, wait now, now you're talking conscience. No, <laughs> no. Your, your brain is not in charge of conscience. It wants to be, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I was just, and I did a post. I I did an ECS series on the mm-hmm. Canafil Facebook, yeah. mm-hmm. and maybe even yes, Instagram also on how the different, like the brain and the ECS, your muscle, muscular, muscular skeletal skeleton. system, yeah, yes. which is brain, bone, and joints, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to get off my my tirade here. The, we're, we're talking but about you, the brain and the yes. ECS system. But anybody who wants Kimberly's perspective on components that make up the ECS system or the system the ECS manages, she does come at it from more like the rest of the world wants to see it, where I get way scientific down under the yeah, I'm I'm sciencey. That was a very nice way to put my nerdy perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what we wanted to share today is that we see that it is obvious that the impact that the ECS system has on managing the brain to homeostasis has not only been around since the 2015, 2016 is when I started seeing a lot of these documents accumulating in peer review platforms. Remember, I only go there. And they're more so even now. So it's obvious it's heading into a direction that the ECS system is more important than anybody ever thought. Mm-hmm. And before that, then what normally happens is the that that all those studies on the ECS will then start driving solution-driven right. efficacies. Oh, okay, right? How how do we make it not performing correctly or how do we optimize it and then from that solutions or i.e medicines will follow i would love it if we could somehow figure out how to like stop it or or you know what i mean slow it down significantly so that like we said last week one out of six 
people on this planet are going to be over 65 in year 2050. And, uh, you know, we, we, we have to figure out how to make that a pleasant last end of your life, as opposed to, you know, very unpleasant. Right. So, and, and I agree. And because she was a part of us digging up all this information, I'll go a little bit further and explain what she's talking about. As you move into your later years, this is supposed to be the golden years for you. How sucky is it if you have Alzheimer's? Yeah, I I can't imagine. Right? So, and that's neurodegeneration that potentially could have been affected by the ECS system if dealt with early enough. Right. All right. Not conclusive. And as I read some of this stuff today, you'll likely see, but you'll also see some wisdom in here that says, but. Let's check this out. Uh, well, no, that, right? I, there's even a, a bigger but than even that. Don't but. you think that's what scientists are thinking? Like, oh, okay, so that's what happened in that test. So how yeah. about if we take it over in this area and look at it this way? Right. Yeah. So. So I, I brought a couple articles today and I did some snapshots on how many articles are out there. You know, some just kind of some overview of where clinical is going and this direction of the ECS impact on the brain. Okay. Okay. And so one of the articles, you know, it was a, it was a, a recent one, October 21, by the, the uh, Neuro Neurogetics Nutrition and Brain Health. Uh, it was a reviewed article. Uh, ECS is an important brain modulatory network. All right. So in this article, they didn't suggest it likely would be or could mm-hmm. be. It, they said it is an important brain modulatory network. Uh, and so as I stated a couple of the pieces I pulled out of there, uh, I thought, Kim, if if you have anything you want to share from any personal experience, just go for it. Uh, if I don't hear, I'll just kind of read through this. I am taking words right out of this study. Okay. So I gave you the study's name. Uh, uh, it was posted on Frontier's platform. Anyway, uh, CBD pre- presents promising therapeutic effects of the brain, known to reduce brain damage associated with neurodegenerative or ischemic conditions. It also had positive effects on attenuating psychotic anxiety and depressive-like behaviors. All right. So a lot of that has been known, but here we are still stating this and a clinical review that's, you know, two years old. Yeah. And that- by the way, I can repeat the same statement from a review I pulled up in 2016. Yeah. Isn't that funny? I that was the one that got me the most. You've been saying this now for four, eight, for six, six years? Yeah. Did I get that right? Seven years? You've been saying this now for seven years, eight years. And how far have we gotten? Well, I I agree with you, Ed. Our hands are still tied because our regulatory and legal climate has not changed. They still are not letting us to study this. Which is just so crazy that we are still here. All right. So uh, there is a growing interest to reveal novel active compounds in the pharmaceutical field to improve health and longevity of the elderly 
population. Now, in this particular context, they're looking for novel compounds and pharmaceuticals. Now, again, they are looking for, this is, remember the article, the article is the ECS being a modulatory system of the brain. All right. Disturbances in the ECS homeostasis have already been observed in cerebral areas associated with Parkinson's disease, pathology in humans, as well as in animal mo uh, models. Already been observed that an upset in the homeostasis is observed in those models with Parkinson's disease. Mm -hmm. All right. Homeostasis, upset. Who is the one system in your body who is in charge of your homeostasis? The ECS system. All right. Treatment with CBD also enhances neuroprotection, both in vitro and in vivo. So both in studies inside the body and outside the body. Again, they didn't say could. They said it does. does. I, I, you know, I'm reading little tidbits for you guys. Just, just uh, CBD and THC have demonstrated neuroprotective and chronically treated mice, showing improvements in memory task and a decrease in solubility levels of this enzyme and several neuroinflammation markers. So, in an animal study they were able to demonstrate these items. Mm -hmm. Does uh, does anybody, uh, there's still no human no. testing. Yeah, not a whole lot of human trials. I think they're able to look at pathologies in humans with diseases and try to make mm -hmm. some educated conclusions, but clinical trials on humans are still on hold as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Also, CBD alone prevented the development of social recognition deficit in some animal models. All right. What are these last two talking about the most? Memory loss. Yeah. So they're just putting, so yeah. they're talking about how CBD goes in and helps the ECS system with these certain yeah. functions. Yeah. So, yeah. So now that you said that, then I'll read the statement over again. And hopefully there, because that was one of the objectives here was to try to connect the dots here Yeah. with what they're talking about and some of these reviewed articles and studies and relate them to what we all experience in our daily living. Mm -hmm. Can we kind of see the connection between the two? For some of us, maybe that's a, an area of excitement. Wow, there's something coming? Okay. Or some might go, you know, my parents are suffering right now. Let's, you know, it's important to me that something's on the horizon. Right. And I think one of the thing that one of the things that we established way back when, if if you're talking about the brain yeah. and like anxiety and all of those issues that go on in the brain, um, you're not talking about an enormous amount of CBD. No. You don't correct. need that much. It's just a small dose on a daily basis that will keep you in homeostasis. That is so clear. So, so inexpensive. I think for an over-the-counter over use of a CBD formula, uh, to help the brain stay in homeostasis, you might spend $30 a month. Yeah. 
Because could you even say uh, it could be an isolate? It could be a broad spectrum? Or would you still suggest clinical, only a full? Clinical still uses uh, uh, full spectrum products. And okay. the majority of the reviews I've read, okay, they have moved off CBD isolates a long time ago. And I've not. Now they just they use the word CBD. Uh, so I don't know if they're making a distinction anymore, maybe because they've completely mo removed the CBD isolate from their studying. Okay. I I'm making an observation, by the way, because I've been reading these clinical studies for five years now. Right. Right. And I can see some obvious trends coming and going as I've done that. Because, I mean, right? Sometimes this is a weekly activity. Yes. I know. So trust me, I it's, it would be easy to see trends uh, oh. with that type of reoccurrence of uh, reviewing clinical. Anyway, um, it has a statement here. Although the current findings do, do not validate a direct effect of the cannabinoid-based medicine and memory or cognitive and dementia, patients, Alzheimer's patients, other symptoms might be alleviated using this approach. Remember I told you there was a statement earlier that they said, although we don't have valid results, there are other things we do have valid results that are alleviating the symptoms. The symptoms. Yeah. So interesting that, that they made that statement, don't you think? So they've not come to conclusive about the disease, but symptoms, they have some data. Yeah. I, I mean, again, we always say CBD is not something that's going to cure a situation, but it's going to help right. with the situation yeah. in many different ways, not just yeah. the one. I, I even want to say that the majority would f of people out there with their current knowledge would agree with that statement. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to challenge you and them. CBD was never set as a cure ever. It has no curing potential to it. It simply has the ability to support and activate a system that has the ability to do just what you just said. Right? Isn't that a... It's kind of a relieving understanding because everybody keeps saying, why is CBD so good for everything? It's not really good for everything. It's the one that it's just drives a system that is good for everything. Right. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes that's, that's very helpful to see the difference between those two so that you can kind of get your head around it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or well, might be I mean, nerdy. <laughs> no, I think, I think, uh, honestly, I think a lot of people are, you know, they want a cure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it can help with a lot of things. See, and, yeah. Not... And I'm not suggesting that it's not so, as, as powerful as I felt it was a minute ago. Right. Right. I just know that sometimes looking at it at a perspective that is that way can be more, uh, it, it can help you understand it better. Right. Anyway, but, you know, she hasn't kicked me under the table, so I must be not getting too nerdy. <laughs> Data from mice suggest that treatment with CB1 receptor antagonists, what that means is the cannabinoids that are attracted to the CB1 receptor, might restore memory capacity in animals administered with 
a beta amyloid, which is things that would interact and, and disturb memory, uh, that lead let let to memory disturbance. I'm sorry, I'll say that again because I I interrupted you interrupted that yourself. Piece. <laughs> so data from mice suggests that treatments with CB1 receptor antagonists might restore memory capacity, and animals administered with beta amyloid fragments that led to memory disturbance. Anyway, so things that were capable of breaking their memories, they noticed that cannabinoids that could affect the CB1 receptors uh, were able to restore that memory. Taken together, a growing number of studies have demonstrated beneficial effects of the ECS activation, which has proven an excellent target for the treatment of neurodegenerative disease, reducing significant system symptoms and improving the well-being in these individuals. I believe I took that statement from their conclusive statement at the end of their Okay, the taken together with a pharmaceutical, taken together with TCBD, with THC? No, taken together a growing number of studies. Oh, I see. Bringing them all together have demonstrated beneficial effects of the ECS activation. Right. Which has proven excellent an excellent target for the treatment of neurodegenerative disease, reducing significant symptoms and improving well-being. So think about what they said. The benefits of the ECS and activating, uh, its its activation has been proven to be uh, the right area to go in for these issues. Perfect. All right. Gotcha. All right. And how do we activate our ECS? Through cannabinoids. Yes. Both endo and and phyto. Yes. Your body makes endocannabinoids. Plant makes phytocannabinoids. Both of them have the ability to modulate or to to send or, or move signals from the transmitter to the receiver. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. All right. <laughs> All righty. Um, now, let's, let's talk just for a minute. Where her and I are gaining some really, I'm really becoming connected to this. We're becoming connected to this in a couple of different ways. One is we're aging ourselves. Uh, yes, we are. Now, it's <laughs> not that we're feeling a lot of these things, but we certainly see our parents yes. going through these particular pieces. Uh, and we also see our friends discovering the same thing with their parents, right? So it's just becoming closer to us. I'm sure. Would we feel these issues when we were young, teenagers, 20-year-olds? Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't think so because, of course, at that age, you're invincible. There's nothing wrong. Everything's yeah. great. I feel great. I get up. I run around. I do all my stuff. Yeah. And as you age, you realize that you're just not maybe, you know. I mean, I think... When you go to a room and you can't remember what you were going there for, I think that's just too much activity going on in the brain, not really a sign of, you know, some sort of degenerate. Selective. Degeneration going on. <laughs> it's now selective. Huh? Yeah. I would agree. That's what I tell myself anyway. <laughs> but is that a sign of some things yeah, starting. It, it actually could just be, uh, you know, I've learned over the years that, nope, not interested, nope, not interested. I, don't even, I see it, but I don't see it. All right, anyway, well, let, let me keep going because I know we have a, a, a break. break coming up. Uh, so 
that has really driven Kim and I to take a look around. And then we started to do that both in our own family members. Uh, and then we have a lot of assisted living. We live in Scottsdale, Arizona. So a lot of assisted living centers, a lot of aging population. We became aware of some of their struggles. And that led us not only to educate ourselves in this area, but also to formulate and try to help these these communities. And when we come back, we'll come, we're, we're going to share what we actually saw. And yeah, sometimes it's heartbreaking. Uh, it often Whether, is. Yeah, I'll just say it that way because you would be correct. And I'll, I'll tell you before I go on to the break, because I have a few more uh, clinical reviews and studies to share, uh, but I did go on to Google Scholar and I typed in the the uh, the Google search and Google Scholar. So again, I'm only going to get relevant stuff that's not sales related. Right. Anyway, and I put in there uh, the ECS system impact on on neural age degenerative related related items. So. And I got, I got two million three hundred and seventy thousand results. Mm. First of all, uh, and some of the titles on the first page were age-related inflammatory cytokines and disease. Where do cytokines come from? The ECS system triggering them to be produced. I got one here, and CXC chemocytokines generate age-related increase in neutrophil-mediated brain inflammation and blood-brain barrier breakdown. I've got whole-body sen senescent. Remember, we really spent a lot of time on senescent last week. Whole-body senescent cell clearance alleviates age-related brain inflammation and cognitive impairment in mice. Transgenic mice um, and... Uh, show age-related cognitive deficits associated with discrete brain amyloid deposition and inflammation, age-related immune alterations and cerebrovascular inflammation, pro-inflammatory pro cytokines, age and age-related disease. There is so much going on on this subject that I would like to share with everybody that I think there's some great things coming. Yeah. It sounds like it. I don't know. My ECSM system told the brain, stop listening. I don't know. Was that one run-on sentence? Um, okay. Yeah. Well, only because, you know, we're, 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 we're running. in the break time yes. now. Uh, so, but wow, guys, that was one of, I don't know, 200,000 pages. Yeah. That was one page of. Well, it's very promising. It feels like yeah. it's very promising that somebody... Well, it sounds like many people are having the aha moment that we have been having for yeah. like the last few years. Yes. And there are so many people that care. Everybody's, you know, we always think everybody's just out to make their buck. Uh, but in this particular area, I see a lot of people that just care. And I think it's because they their parents, their family members, mm -hmm. right? Well, it's and yeah. it's also interesting that you know we went from it might help, it kind of might help, uh, you know what? Yeah. Further studies needed, all those words that we've been reading about uh, and seeing for years, and yep. now it's like, nope, yep, it's true. It's this there. is happening. All right. 
Good point. Very good point. Okay. All right. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the other findings and then connect some dots, especially as we were out in the environment, out at some of these assisted livings, out talking to the caretakers and I'm sorry, the caregivers in those communities, just to kind of get a picture of how these two are starting to come together and why there's a shift in this clinical perspective this area and what it means to us all right so we're gonna take a break and when we come back we're gonna send all that your way so we'll be right back follow voice america at facebook.com forward slash voice america for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts Live authentically, heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Voice America Network proudly presents the Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to the Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at the com. That's info at the com. Now, back to the CBD Ed Show. Hey, hey, welcome back, listeners to the CBD Ed Show. Let's keep talking about the ECS system's impact on the brain and really trying to connect the dots. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to us? What does that mean to the population? What does that mean to the growing aging population? That's where we're going to pick up on now is that part. Well, I mean, it it, it should really uh, be interesting to everyone because we're all going to age. This is a good point. <laughs> well, we're already at an age. Yeah. So, I mean, if you don't think it's important at this moment, um, 
it, it really should be something that you just think about anyway. Yeah, and not that we're wanting to be Debbie Downers. We're not no. wanting to get anybody, oh my God, what's coming? Uh, it is still all about quality of life up until, and that's really all there is to it. And when you're young, you're as Kim spoke, you're, you're invincible. But you are aware that your parents are going to go through something. It wouldn't be great if you could help. I, I think most want to be in that position. Yeah. And vice versa, if you are the parent, maybe you want to be less of a burden. Yeah. To you, but to the people that are your loved ones that are around you. Right. So it doesn't always have to be a Debbie Downer thing. It's just there is this awareness that it's going to happen. And I think there's some cool stuff coming. The I, I thought I would share then maybe a few points from a another uh, recent uh, study that I had pulled up called the therapeutic potential of the endocannabinoid system, just in case everybody knows ECS, in age-related disease. And, and in its intro paragraph, it said it is well established that the endocannabinoid system is involved in the modulation in various physiological processes such as memory, pain, cognitive, temperature, mood, feeding, and pregnancy. Okay, so well-established. Yeah. All right. They also said the ECS also plays a major role in several physiopathological conditions due to its ability to modulate various underlying mechanisms. For example, a neuro modulatory effect induced by the ECS was recently described in neurodegenerative disorders such as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. Okay, so just kind of setting groundwork at the beginning of this study to indicate, listen, there's already some some data here. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a table here that uh, I'll, I'll read the definition of the table. It just caught my attention. And this was, I think this was like 48 pages or 50 pages of content. Uh, the most important modulators of cannabinoid receptors, their mechanisms of action, and the main findings in various experimental models. Okay. So again, there is this table. And in this table, the most important receptors, the mechanism of action, and then the main finding. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So of them all, there was about 30 or 40 of them. This one drew my attention to share. The CB1 antagonist, inverse antagonist, and the CBD partial antagonist. What they're talking about are the cannabinoids that are attracted to the CB1 and the CB2, and the one and that one cannabinoid that is opposed to the CB1. Okay. Okay. So that's the can the cannabinoids they're talking about. And by the way, they're all cannabinoids that can be found in the plant, the, the implant. All right. So now let's talk about then the mechanisms of action, what they will actually create to the to do something. Alzheimer's disease mouse models, rat models of neuropathic pain. Epilepsy, mice models, and Parkinson's disease, rat models. Okay, so these were the mechanisms of action. And here's the main findings. Reversed cognitive deficits in object recognition memory and social recognition memory. Reversed 
reversed cognitive deficits. Yeah, that's great. All right. <laughs> I mean, that feels like that's uh, already a, a winner. Cause... Right. I know. I just, I, I love sharing it. Modulates chronic and neuropathic pain and depression specific behaviors. A, th- a third reduces seizure and associated behavioral comorbidities. And then finally, neuroprotective and symptomatic effects. Yeah. Okay. So this was, again, just a table that I wanted to share. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said recent evidence advocates that the CBD2 receptor play a pivotal role in the reduction of progression, the reduction of progression of neurodegenerative disorders such as multiple sclerosis, Alzheimer's, and Parkinson's disease. Uh, and then finally, uh, cannabinoid and chronic inflammation, chronic inflammation and subsequent alterations of the immune system that occur with advanced aging. Um, cannabinoids having an impact on chronic inflammation. Uh, so maybe those are some highlights that I pulled out of you again from this study called the therapeutic potential of the endocannabinoid system in age-related diseases. Now, so when we started digging into the, well, if the ECS has this much of an impact on age-related issues, then let's go discover this some more. Let's go look into this further instead of just being, what would you call this, victim to it? Right. Yeah. Just, yeah. ah, crap, crap. Yeah, our parents aren't going to remember me anymore. It's not, right? So actually wanting to do something about it. And I think the trigger for that, the catalyst for that, is when we were invited uh, by one of our team members to look into the assisted living centers. And here's where we went. So we go into these assisted living centers. They're wonderfully set up. They're beautiful, right? But they do have to control them. The 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 patients. The, well, they were patients, but they you, you would say they're patients, but they're they're actually uh, they're actually um, residents. Okay. All right. So that's really important to distinguish the two. Like one of them, we walked in, and there would be cats running up and down the hall. Yeah. It's because that resident had a cat. Uh, and, you know, they have end times interacting, but they're assisted. This is a facility where there is caregivers for each and every one of those people in there. Right. So these people are at the level where they might need some care. They don't need constant care. No, I think that's or accurate. just some care. Correct. That is accurate. Now, so now, but if you think about that, this is a business model. So this business model has to keep their residents safe. Mm-hmm. So they have to also scrutinize what comes in, scrutinize the behavior of the of its residents. I mean, there's a lot of moving pieces here, right? Sure. So one of the things we discovered is those who were suffering with age-related neurodegeneration were just quietly suffering mm-hmm. and suffering. Wow. And they weren't the only ones suffering. Their children were suffering because their children equally did not know what to do. Right. But witnessed the suffering. Some of them were treating with alcohol. That was probably the most predominant uh, that we saw for self-medication. And by the way, this is somewhat tolerated by uh, some of the centers we went into. Some were treating with THC. Yes. 
again, not as tolerate, tolerated by the sinners that we were in. Yeah. Uh, but never the, nevertheless, they were tolerating. What are they doing there? Self-medicating. This is my escape. This is how I, what, I, I don't even like thinking about it. Right. What is going through their mind is, well, this is not getting any better. Right. Yeah. Anyway. And so the frustration I told you from the resident, the frustration from the children that are still in the picture, and then finally the frustration from the caregivers themselves. They want to be able to take care of them. And some of that is obstructed by behavioral decline, mm -hmm. sundowning, Alzheimer's, dementia, right, or different forms of dementia. They These are all getting in the way of their treatment. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, you don't, I don't want to say there's nothing wrong with them because there is something wrong. Mm -hmm. There is something happening. Right. But it's not like a, it is a medical condition, but it's not treated like a, yeah. you know what I mean? It And there's stages of it. There's not so, right. you know, so it's just, a, it's kind of this weird gray area where these people need help. But where can you go if you, especially if you don't want to try a pharmaceutical, which I don't even know if a pharmaceutical helps in a situation, maybe like an antidepressant or something? Yeah, yeah, they're out there, uh, but there's there's other problematic situations with sure. the aging who have maybe declines in other areas. Yeah. Right, other, other organs that may have an impact of the issues, the side effects of whatever that medication is, or just a psychological position of, I don't want to yeah. take a pharmaceutical. And There's so then, a lot of that out there. Yeah. So we're, we try and suggest maybe some CBD would help. Um, of course, there's red tape, red tape everywhere in those yeah. facilities. Um, but I, I, I think it would be a, a, a great ask asset to be able to i mean if my parent was there yeah. I, well we all know the whole family's on cbd <laughs> i know all the way Keep down going. to dogs where, where you're going is exactly what the children of these of these residents in these assisted living centers, they're doing the exact same thing. So keep going. Yeah, I did. So I I would want. I would say, hey, I this is what my mother needs or my father to you know uh, help in this situation. Yeah. And I I if you could see the look on Kim's face right now, that's the same distressed look we were seeing. Right. You just because you know we've all been told and. We tell all of our every listener on this show for many years now, don't be afraid to say yeah. what you want in in as far as CBD goes. Yeah. And everybody still has that little bit of a stigma, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's so, still there. Well, let me share with you what uh, what we discovered. So we certainly discovered that that there was a ton of anxiety coming from the kids. Yeah. Uh, a ton of it. They felt like they were almost as as restrained as the the residents, their parents themselves. Like yeah. their hands were tied on what they were able to do. All right, so they're putting pressure on the facilities, facilities, begging almost, saying, and this is what the facilities are telling, us, especially the caregivers, going, please allow my. Mama, my dad, to have this. Please allow them. 
right? So that was that was an observation I was making. Uh, I am already already made the observation and shared it that they're using other things to self medicate like alcohol and THC. Uh, whether it's tolerated or not, maybe there's a social issue with them both, right? It's just not a perfect situation either. And the awareness of the capabilities of TA, of cannabinoids like CBD, whether that be through these studies, whether that be through the general and social conversations being had over the last 12 months it is oh the door is opening mm-hmm. the door is opening in such a way that the clinical uh, that the i'm sorry the caregivers in these facilities are going to the administration and the administrations are going to the equity holders yeah the principals right and all of them are saying the same thing hey you're going to either kick this person out because they're drinking or smoking too much or you're going to honor the family and let us start giving them cannabinoids. And all it's going all the way up the line. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's I, fairly new. This is six months. I have had a few, a few customers, mm-hmm. not a lot, but a few. Most of my customers for elderly are fixated more on pain and, and inflammation. But I have had a few customers that... And it's the children that come in and say, my mother is, or my father is, Mm -hmm. and he's here. What do you have here that I can take back to the facility and show them? To the facility. And then the the facility facility will either A, okay it or not. And then I'm going to come back and get what I need to get. And it sometimes they come back and sometimes i i think maybe they just they, the know. facility said no way it's not happening yeah because you know uh that's generally a general rule of business from the principal's well, position sure, it, you... is i don't want anything taken from me once i've built it and if cannabis because they just see they don't see cbd they see they don't see hemp and marijuana they see cannabis there's a problem with it I could get in trouble. I could lose my license. I could, I could. And they have a responsibility to keep the business safe from harm and stuff like that. So, yeah, because it is insurance, is medical insurance, big deal, all those Who things. Knows. Yes, yes. But the cool thing is, is you're not seeing everybody not come back. And right. we're also seeing the same thing. We're not seeing the door closed anymore. The door is opening. And those who ha- who are, you just see a bit of relief, yeah, across their faces, right? You, so I I I love I love where that is going, and I'll tell you another place. They have at, there is a lot more invitations for joining uh, a a meeting with the residents and their the people that, who put them in there, whether it be their siblings or not. Mm-hmm. So they normally will have monthly meetings. Well, they're bringing in CBD consultations into those meetings now. Yeah, that's so good. to allow the then the patient to make the decision. Mm-hmm. But we spoke with one who says, "Yeah, we're considering even allowing that to be in our convenience store, the little, little uh, customer purchase environment." Uh, so, but I guess you know they have to make sure certain obstacles are are not going to 
create bigger problems. Right. Yeah, I think some of the biggest questions that uh, my customers come in with is, so like, what, how would, how mm-hmm. do you do this and how, you know, cause I, for some reason people are still fairly unaware of CBD mm-hmm. and I say, well, oh my goodness. So you can, it, what do you think your parent would be comfortable with? Yeah. A capsule, a gummy, an oil, a water soluble that you just, they just put in their morning juice or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, there's so many different forms now that it doesn't have to be the oil because most of them say, I don't think she could open the bottle. I don't think she could, I don't think, you know, all those things. So there's so many different forms to it now. And I think that you you brought up a great step. And please feel free to listen to uh, our show right before this because we actually give you a kind of a, a series of things to consider to be able to move on a decision like this. Mm-hmm. But you're right. The first one is, is where would they be comfortable with? And then speak to the facility itself and go, what is needed for me to bring to you to be able to have this conversation of, can I bring this product to my mother's or father's room? Now, but we are still neural, so let's 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 stay in neural for just one more moment here. It seems the obvious conclusion of today's show, revealing all the clinical studies and reviews and through all the discussions we have had, the impact of homeostasis to your brain has the ability to affect age-related problems. Mm-hmm. Not just age-related problems. How about problems related to Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, um, and other neurodegenerative disorders, and other other psychotic orders like depressions and stuff. So homeostasis has the ability to impact this, according to a majority of the studies I have read. Right. And if, in fact, that is so. The question might be how to best achieve homeostasis. What does the ECS system want? And there's many ways. Listen, there's many ways. Like we talk about good diet, we talk about exercising, we talk about all those things that your body loves and 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 feels better after mm-hmm. you do. Right, your homeostasis is kicked in. Your body's going, oh, this is so wonderful. Look right. at all this great food I got. I got some right. water. Right. You're exercising. Your your mental. It's, does all that help with does how does that help with in your I'm I'm interested in how you answer this question. All those things. So diet, exercise, positive thinking, how does all that help your brain uh be in a state of homeostasis? Well, because if you're not if you're again calm and you're doing all those things and you're doing all the right things, you're not introducing a lot of bad uh-huh energy and food and all the things that we do a lot and your 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 system your ECS system doesn't have so much to work you on are, yeah, it can concentrate yeah. on the good things it can if it's trying to put this fire out and that fire out <laughs> yes. and I got that and I got yeah. this and I take 50 pills yes it it just it's so far behind your it can't ECS do it. system wants to modulate you to you get to homeostasis 
the more difficult you make that, the harder it has to work. And the harder it has to work, the more you have to feed it cannabinoids. Well, and that's- Endo or phyto, I don't care, but that's what, that's the system. You just, you just explained it in a very, very friendly way. Yeah. And also, again, if, if it's so busy and there's a fire going off over here in left field yeah. and it's so busy over here in right field and you <laughs> might, that might not get taken care yeah. of over there. So it all is important. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, I wish we had more time, but I think we did a pretty good job delivering today's topic effects of the ECS on the brain. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I say you go online anytime you want. Google some of these report. I give Google some of these studies. Try to stay away from the nonsense of people just trying to sell their products, and I think you'll come to a similar conclusion. So, listen, I want to thank everyone for listening to us today. We really love you all. Uh, Kim and I are always trying to reach for our health, our best health possible. So, this is it. This is Kim, and this is Ed, <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Ed Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be back with you soon.